question. She pointed through the open door into my room and said, Go look inside that picnic basket and see what I found. And I walked in my room over to my second bed. And when I looked in the picnic basket, lo and behold, there was a baby in there. It was my little brother Joe. And for some reason, without any conscious thought in this world, I leaned over and kissed my little brother. From the first night that he was at home, my little brother Joe slept in my room. At first he slept in the picnic basket. It was placed on the bed where my animals usually slept. A pillow was put on either side of it so that no matter how much he wiggled around in the basket, he couldn't wiggle the basket off the bed. In almost no time, he outgrew the basket. And then my daddy built a little contraption made out of wooden slats that looked like a little fence. There were pieces on the sides that would slip under the mattress on the bed. And when he hooked it up to the bed on which my little brother was now sleeping, it turned the twin bed into a giant baby bed. And my brother kept sleeping right there in my room. Actually, it was a good deal. It was the way God meant things to be. Because as my brother got older, when my mother would try to put us to bed at night, there were two of us to fight with her about going to bed. She would try to put us to bed. He needed a drink of water. As soon as he had his drink of water, I needed a drink of water. As soon as I finished my drink of water, he needed to go to the bathroom. As soon as he finished going to the bathroom, I needed to go to the bathroom. And then the whole thing started all over again until finally my mother would get so worn out, she would call my daddy for help. And then my brother and I would lose. But after that, because we were both sleeping in my room, we would stretch out on our beds in the dark and we would talk one another to sleep. We would talk about all the things we had done that day and all the things we were planning to do tomorrow. It was good. My brother Joe and I shared the room all through our years before we started to school, all through the years we were in elementary school, all up in, well, suddenly I turned 13. And everything that had been good about sharing a room came to a quick dead end. Overnight, the day I turned 13, I had had enough of my brother. Overnight, the very day I turned 13, I had in fact had enough of my whole family. They were polite enough not to tell me what they thought about me. And all of a sudden, I knew I needed, no, no, I deserved, no, I had to have a room of my own. At supper that night, I announced to the whole family, 
I need a room of my own. I want to move into the front bedroom. My mother said, no, you can't move in there. That's the guest room. We need that when family comes. We need that when company comes. I said, now, that was a long time ago. Aunt Laura used to come and stay in there, but she died when I was five years old. I'm 13 now. Aunt Mary used to come and stay in there when Uncle Gudger was off in the army, but he's back home and they have their own house now. All your sisters are grown up and gone. The only person who ever stays is my grandmother when she gets sick, and that's only about once a year. I can move out once a year. I need a room of my own. My mother said, you have a room of your own. It was your room before your brother was even born. It's still your room. Now it just belongs to both of you. You need to stay in there because you need to be there to take care of your brother in case he needs you in the night. He may need help. I thought, he needs help, all right. He needs help getting out of my room. What kind of help could a little kid need in the night? Sleeping? None of my arguments worked. And I was stuck through the summer and the fall and most of the winter when I was 13, still having to share a room with my brother. When I turned 12, I'd become a Boy Scout. I'd actually been in Cub Scouts since I was eight years old. But once I got to be 12, I got to be the real thing. In the spring of the year, it was about February of that year when I was 13, I was at a scout meeting on Tuesday night when all of a sudden our scoutmaster, Mr. Todd, handed out application forms and made a big announcement. He said, listen up, boys. That's what he always said every time he told us anything. He said, listen up, boys. I'm giving out information about Camp Daniel Boone, our Boy Scout camp. These are application forms for summer jobs at Camp Daniel Boone. Why, they have all kinds of jobs for Boy Scouts. And for some of you younger boys, they even have jobs that don't pay anything, but you get good experience and you get to spend the whole summer at camp for nothing. In that moment, I knew exactly what I was going to do. I was going to get a summer job at Camp Daniel Boone, and I would get away from my family for 10 weeks. It would be the next best thing to get in a room of my own. I got home that night and told my parents about the plan. It was surprising to me that they didn't object. My daddy thought it was a great thing for me to work at Camp Daniel Boone. My mother thought it was a wonderful thing for me to go to camp for the whole summer. Even my brother Joe thought it sounded like a great idea. I never suspected that they wanted to get rid of me as much as I wanted to get away from all them. I began to look at the application. You got to put down three choices about jobs in which you might be interested. My first choice was canoe dock manager. I'd never been in a canoe, and that sounded like fun. My second choice was archery range. 
All my life, I wanted to shoot bows and arrows, and I thought if I could work at the archery range, I'll probably get a chance. My third choice was the waterfront. Because I thought, well, if I get to work at the waterfront, maybe I'll learn to swim before the summer's over. I filled out the whole application form. Both my parents signed on the line where it asked for one parent's signature. And the next week, I took it back to the Boy Scout meeting, gave it to Mr. Todd, and started waiting. It seemed like forever, but actually it was only about three weeks until the answer came. At a Boy Scout meeting, Mr. Todd handed me an envelope And when I opened it, inside was a letter of acceptance for a job at Camp Daniel Boone and a contract for me to sign and send back. I had been offered the job of kitchen steward. I took the contract home and my daddy said, oh, that's good. That'll be a good job. The kitchen steward, that's like being the cook's helper. While you'll probably have lots of time off because you can only help the cook at mealtimes. That'll be a great job. We read all the way through the contract and at the very bottom, there was a little blank space where it said, pay for the summer. The printed dollar sign had been scratched out and the word experience had been written into the space. But I didn't care. I was going to be away from my family for the summer. Finally, school got out. My mother began to pack up all the things she thought I would need. My clothes, a flashlight, a first aid kit.